Hey there, I'm Breezy. Welcome to Breezy Lifestyle. This series called From Struggle to Success is as real as it is helpful. I bridge a majorly helpful gap. I bravely share my real life struggles and show how neuroscience and psychology tools absolutely can create a better life for all of us without prescription medication. We discover the power within ourself and how to shape the world around us as we need it for a lifetime. Through the foundation of science and my real life, I show how you can turn any struggle into an absolute success without totally having to change who you are. It's all about making better choices every day, to feel better, as to live better for a lifetime. I took back control of my life, and so can you. Welcome to From Struggle to Success. Manifestation is not magic. Manifestation is a real phenomenon we can choose to participate in. Manifestation is always happening in our life, whether we realize it or not. Through our choice, we apply particular thoughts and behaviors as to manifest the outcome we desire. I urge you to always and only go towards your fundamental needs. As some say and I believe, the universe provides when you are aligned. What is alignment? What the F does it look like when we are not aligned? Why does it all sound woo-woo? Don't worry, I only talk about real life science here. Breezy Lifestyle is embedded within the life-changing groundwork that is psychology, neuroscience, and all things behaviors. What you may notice is that a lot of spiritual concepts are just dressing up science in a prettier way. Manifestation is bringing into reality the outcomes we strive for. And these could be good or not good. What are you striving for? Manifestation happens when we combine strong intentions, which are feelings and beliefs, with action to make a desired outcome real. In short, whatever we believe, we act on and move towards. Our self-beliefs shape our world through our perception and thoughts. What we believe is what we are going to think and feel about everything. Again, this is science. Most of my life, I was living in my past traumas and believed my past made me who I am today. Though this is fundamentally true, that my past surely did shape me, it does not define me. What happened to me, especially as a child, does not control me as an adult, though it might try to. We can always take back control. How we begin to take back control and never let it go again, or generally amplify our already existing control, is by realizing what thoughts and feelings we carry with ourselves every day and every night. The action of going towards our beliefs in a healthy and beneficial way for a lifetime comes from having a clear life vision and being naturally activated to go towards it. It's really effing amazing because it seems like magic. We are organically guaranteed better outcomes 
when we rewrite our beliefs, remove harmful beliefs, and can clearly see where we need to go within our life vision. The law of attraction is scientifically sound and absolutely accessible to all humans. You experience the law of attraction when you set intentions and have a vision of any sort. Neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swart states, the law of attraction is strongly connected to us aligning all of our brain power. It describes the way that we can create the relationships, situations, and material things that come into our lives as a direct consequence of the way we think and the subconscious beliefs that underlie that. We manifest them by focusing on them, visualizing them becoming true, and directing our energy towards them through our actions, so through our chosen behaviors. Talking on manifestation is very exciting for me because I get to further show you a few things. I'm going to show you even more power that you have within while maintaining a total sense of reality and staying within research information. I also get to shine an even brighter light on our ever important life blueprint or more popularly known as the B-print around here. We are not able to manifest at least the things that we actually need because we can manifest a junk storm all day and all night, right? But we cannot manifest what is beneficial without the five fundamental components of life. These five fundamentals are life vision, self-belief, adaptive growth mindset, grit, and goal setting. Next week, we deep dive into what that visualization is, the science behind how it actually works for us, the fact we cannot lie to ourselves, mm -mm, and why we are crippling ourselves for a lifetime when we do not establish a 100% clear life vision. Afterwards, we go back and forth with discussing mental health disorders and various types of addictions. As always, we learn how to leverage our neural chemicals for better days and a totally better life. Today is dedicated to every positive aspect of manifestation. We get what we need once we realize what it is we truly and fundamentally need. I was never going to get anywhere near my needs if I were to continue making the same low-level and instantly satisfying choices in my day-to-day -day life. And I certainly was not even capable of creating a better reality for myself without knowing who I am, what I believe in, and what my actual needs for a lifetime truly are. My lifelong needs will not be fulfilled if I am staying up until 2 a.m. doing instantly pleasurable and arguably long-term not beneficial. Things like clubbing or ripping my bong while watching mindless TV. Before I or any person can get what we need, we have to say goodbye to things, people, and places that are no longer working for us. Arguably, were they ever? I'm talking about our chosen and created habits, people. Habits are indeed created through consistent choices made. A lot of choices come from repetitive thoughts and feelings. Yes, you may have noticed by now, that each podcast episode is very carefully placed and created to support your life upgrading journey. 
This is all for free. It's all for you. Last week, we talked everything on habits and being in control of our one life. We are our habits. We are what we choose to do and not do every day. Before we can get even an inch closer to our needs, we have to start cutting off the useless inches. As a reminder, I do not call habits and choices bad. I refer to them as they are, and in this regard, we are eliminating a habit for good reason. That means it was useless in our life. So I typically refer to not good habits as useless. And because of my training as a child developmental specialist, I refer to not good choices as not good choices. So they could be anything other than not good. What is amazing about habit elimination, revision, and creation is that instead of us living by cause and effect, now we're beginning to cause and effect in our own life. You may be wondering, how do I begin the work to create and shape my life as I need it? How do I essentially cause an effect for myself? It starts with you meeting yourself where you are and getting honest with where you need to go. An outstanding quote by Dr. Bruce Lipton from his book, The Biology of Belief, I was exhilarated by the new realization that I could change the character of my life by changing my beliefs. I was instantly energized because I realized that there was a science-based path that would take me from my job as a perennial victim to my new position as co-creator of my destiny. There are two main parts to the launch pad of manifestation, and they are life vision and self-belief. So without this foundation, we can't build anything up off of it. So we need life vision and self-belief. To be clear, these two aforementioned fundamental life components are a strong starting point. But you are remiss if you choose to not activate and implement the other three components to live a wholly supported life aligned with your needs. And go check out the blueprint on the website if you want like total clarity on what that looks like for you. Under the umbrella of manifestation, self-belief and life vision go hand in hand. In your general life, it is fundamental to establish your unshakable self-belief first, which then offers great clarity towards your life vision. Our self-beliefs not only communicate to our mind and body what we think and feel about ourselves. They also tell our internal world what we think and feel about everything in the external world. Manifestation is always happening in our nervous system. Always. Whether we are aware of it or not. Our nervous system is programmed to align our outer world to our inner state of self. We are magnetizing our external circumstances toward us based on our internal beliefs thoughts, and actions. Because this is happening, whether we realize it or not, it is absolutely important that we have established and affirmed our beliefs about ourselves and the world when beginning to implement the work of manifestation. A lot of our beliefs are programmed into our nervous system during childhood. A lot of our initial beliefs were created actually as a response to our caregiver or caregivers and how our environment made us feel every day. 
even more of our beliefs are created as coping mechanisms just throughout our whole life. It is crucial to take care of our self-belief before breaking ground on our life vision. Can you see why? What we tell ourselves is what we believe and embody. What we embody and feel, we assign to thoughts and memories. The more we feel inside of us, affect, the more we focus on the cause of it. That focus then shapes our beliefs and overall reality. Furthermore, when we associate emotion with a memory, it is far more likely for that memory to be memorable and present in the mind. Why? Because you may want to go towards more things that make you feel that way, or you are using that memory to avoid things similar to a painful memory. Let's shift gears in a more positive direction for a second. All of us have imagined some sort of future outcome, right? All of us have seen something for ourselves at one point in time, and maybe it could be right now. Whether it is a big vision or a smaller goal, have you experienced the following? You believe in something so much that you really start feeling every part of it. You are excited, you are activated, you want to move toward it and all the things that associate with it and will bring you closer to it. You are living it. You probably cannot stop thinking about it and imagining you totally immersed in it. That's you creating your own cause and effect. That's you removing the past and putting imagery in your mind that serves you and propels you forward. Manifestation requires a coherent brain and a coherent heart. There will not be available energy for you to use to trust in your future if your heart's not in it. An open heart and open mind are fundamental, are scientifically proven to be fundamental to manifesting your needs as well as removing useless, outdated thought patterns and memories. How crazy is this that even well before neuroscience research even started breaking ground, however many decades ago, Eastern philosophies and ancestral beliefs have always talked about stuff like this. We have to open up our heart. We have to release our old archetypes. Do you see what I mean how spirituality just dresses up science in a way more pretty way and uses kind of more like friendly words? But alas, here we are talking about all the same things and it always creates the same awesome results when we apply these tools. When we think and live in our past, we end up adopting it not only as our reality, but as our personality traits. Our feelings about our thoughts become our daily mood. Our daily mood is just consistent application of certain mechanisms and therefore, our mood becomes our personality. You better believe I have been a crabby and intense person most of my life because I was living in my past traumas. I carry so much aggression too. I will definitely share more on that in its own podcast episode and blog post.
I think there are a lot of females out there, especially who carry a lot of aggression. Whether we know why we have it or not, we act on it almost every day. Our daily thoughts and memories become our subconscious program to how we feel because we continue to think the same things, whether we mean to be thinking these things or not. And that's why we have to take control of our thoughts and apply our life vision for that forward motion rather than always being stuck in the past. So how do we overcome being fixated on our past? How can we transcend unhealthy rumination and thought patterns? It's honestly all about strengthening our emotional regulation and creating a clear life vision. It's kind of funny, but also weirdly and very much sad to me that this is the answer. Because this was my launch pad into my career in human and child development over a decade ago. I taught emotional regulation for a living and had the most epic, epic life vision at that time of my life. Even though I knew this was the answer to living a better life, and my awareness shed light on even more helpful things that I could have leaned into, it still took me many years to get a full handle on my choices, thoughts, and feelings. Even though I had a rock-solid life vision, my inability to regulate my emotions resulted in me making low-level poor choices. I wasn't aligned. Per usual, most things are easier said than done. Becoming more regulated is not impossible, though. Again, that is why I am here screaming at the top of my lungs. Can you hear that thunder? The sky agrees. We can always become who we need to be. We can always upgrade, alter, revise, whatever word works best for you. You can. We talk every day about being in control and taking back control if you feel like dopamine or other neurochemicals are running your life because of consistent choices you made over the years. You can always leverage for better outcomes. It just takes effort and application. For what equates to pretty much exactly 30 years of my life, the first 30 years, I was telling myself a slew of detrimental and negative narratives. Apologies if this rain is really loud. Welcome to Florida hurricane season. My traumatic childhood left me very broken, confused, ashamed. I was not totally aware why I harbored extremely intense self-deprecating feelings, but I surely lived by them as an adult. Trigger warning for the following life story I'm about to share. It has taken me a long time to even say the certain word that I'm about to, but I need to share this story as the effects of this ongoing experience as a four-year-old deeply shaped and tried to shift who I am today. My mother was always gone. Most of my upbringing, I was in and out of my grandparents. I basically just lived with my grandparents. My mother moved every six months to two years for my entire life. Only recently has she settled down with her third or fourth husband. Sorry, Mom, I just lost track. As a four-year-old, I needed her, obviously, and missed her often. My sisters and I would get so excited when she would come home. I need to add, 
for many years, I thought this was a reoccurring nightmare I was having. I didn't know this was an actual memory. My twin sister cleared this painful story up for me some time ago. So gathered by the front door, we were biologically wired to go towards our mother. She was not wired the same. And I will share in later episodes disturbing things that had happened to her, especially exactly around this time frame of my toddler life. Because those things totally changed her emotional and psychological state. When she would come through the door, she would be livid, enraged. Not only that, but she wasn't staying, which I now realize was part of her rage. We were getting in her way. Her daughters were in her way, and she was like, move. She was in her 20s and trying to live a life that did not serve her or her family. She wanted to party and fuck and feel seen through desire-seeking behaviors. We would cry and beg her to spend time with us. She would scream at us and call us cunts. Her three and four-year-old daughters were fucking cunts. And then she would leave. It is so hard to recall that story. So I do need to take a minute. I grew up believing I am very worth abandoning and I was born a cunt. I did not have to do anything other than exist to feel shame under this framework my mother built around us. And yeah, there's a lot more to my childhood, but that is what I am sharing for now in regards to self-belief and the narrative we carry and how it 1000% shapes our internal and external world. When we are not defined by a vision or any sort of future, we are left with memories of the past, and our brain is a record of the past. It is an artifact of everything we have learned and experienced. When we wake up in the morning, we start thinking about our problems and what we've been through. The majority of us do not think about where we are going and what is going to be accomplished that day, that week, that month, that year. We kind of just hope for the best. Guess what? You don't even need a total life vision to manifest towards your needs. You do not need a total life vision to assist or establish beliefs. Essentially, you just need to know your immediate needs, not wants, and what needs to happen next. Your total life vision comes with greater clarity on your beliefs, needs, and boundaries. So please don't feel any anxiety or worry if you're like, oh, I, don't, I don't see my whole life ahead of me. It's okay. It takes time to develop that. And sometimes we have to start cutting the fat in our life and removing other weights so that we can like poke our head above the water, get some air, and actually be able to look around. Do you agree with the following? It is almost like we are on autopilot and instantly and automatically reminding ourselves each day as soon as we become conscious of all of our mistakes, painful experiences, and embarrassing moments. My analysis is that we are reminding ourselves to safeguard 
so we don't make that mistake again. It's biologically wired into us to safety check. It is. Similar to how we can use anxiety to help protect us, but oops, sometimes it gets out of hand and we can actually train our brain to make anxiety worse or better. What we are accidentally doing a lot of time with these thought reminders of ours is squashing our self-belief and creating a deeply fixed mindset. When we don't have a strong self-belief or an adaptive growth mindset, we're going to have a really hard time tapping into our grit going forward. And our grit is our perseverance and resilience. Our grit is what helps us consistently go after our needs, aka goals, aka immediate visions. If you believe your thoughts have something to do with your destiny, then I urge you to examine your morning and evening thoughts. There's a possibility your past is going to become your future if that is what you are thinking about as well as embodying every day. Let me say that again. Your past is going to become your future if that is what you are thinking about as well as embodying every day. Our memories have emotions associated to them. The moment we start recalling a problem, we start feeling unhappy. Now our body is in the past problem because thoughts are the language of the brain and feelings are the language of the body. How we think and how we feel creates a state of being and people reaffirm their identity based on the past typically. It turns out that the redundancy of doing that conditioning only requires an image, so what we see, and an emotion. And most people are unconsciously conditioning their body onto the familiar past into what is known. When we are in the familiar past and in the already known, we are going to crave the predictable future which is known or familiar as well. The unknown only exists in the present moment and a future you have to choose to see. Great things can happen in the unknown and the unseen. You choose what you shed light on and make exist in your realm. Unfortunately, we typically become anchored to our past, and it takes effort and consistent application of the process for manifesting. Again, some of this anchoring is a maladaptive biological mechanism, in my opinion. I grew immensely familiar with my old beliefs and past experiences. They did not work in my actual life. They made me uncomfortable all the time. I was always anxious and dysregulated, and in truth, I felt deeply disturbed, frustrated, sad, and depressed too. And when I am feeling very low, it is very hard to do the things I need to do in life. What's more, I became familiar with this state of functioning. Feeling low and uncomfortable became my known. I would much rather tell myself, aka lie, to myself that I am enjoying self-care by fucking off on my responsibilities and being stoned all day 
or going to drunk brunch with friends when I have things to take care of later that day. When we do not feel good and do not believe there is good in us and or around us in the world, it is very easy to lean into useless habits like playing video games all the time or not getting a better job regardless how miserable we are at our current one. It can even get to the point where we have created a useless habit of just laying in bed all the time or scrolling on our phone. If we are not being defined by a life vision for the future, then might I posit that there is a part of our brain or body that is more in love with the past. And this could be because we have become so familiar with the current chemical processes going on inside of us when we think and feel about our past. Never forget about dopamine and how addictions can easily form. I think for some people, including myself, we can become addicted to our thoughts. What I mean by addicted is I have made the mistake over many years to train my mind and body to reward myself when I engage in negative emotions or negative thought patterns. Basically, we can reward ourselves by succumbing to negative emotions. We are motivated by our dopamine to go towards the thought action. How this can be is because worry activates areas of the brain that trick us into feeling soothed. So, not only are we tricking ourselves into feeling ways that are not actually true, but we are also having our dopamine work against us because it is propelling us towards reaching this goal or habit that is negative thinking. Yep, we can create the habit to have negative thought patterns. Visit or revisit the previous podcast on habits to totally understand why the F we can become addicted and or choose to form habits around detrimental behaviors. If you're anything like me with OCD, this can become an extremely dangerous and detrimental facet of your life, especially if rumination is now taking up hours of your day or night. I hope that you're hearing that having a negative thought pattern is essentially just a bad habit, and bad habits can always be broken or revised. Addictions can be overcome. Though our brain can learn to crave the sensation of worry, for example, and be activated towards certain negative thought patterns because of dopamine, if you think about what we talked about in the last podcast about being in control and taking back control, we know that there are many internal and external methods that we can apply to life when we realize revision is needed for better outcomes. One method is visualization. Yep, this conversation is sort of circular. As previously discussed, what you see in your vision creates your feelings and thoughts. And what you feel and think creates your behaviors and personality. Your behaviors fall within your beliefs. Our thoughts and feelings come from our beliefs because our beliefs are a part of what we see. What we see is within our vision. And we can visualize, we can use the tool of visualization to create our vision. Next week's podcast is entirely dedicated to the power behind a life vision and why we cannot lie to ourselves. Today we are focusing on just having a vision towards our needs or a better vision of the next year of our life which is seeing both ourself in the present moment doing different things and thinking different things and in the future. 
Yes, seeing is definitely how we begin to believe. Once we believe, we feel it. And this activation is in our nervous system. We become our beliefs. Our reality moves towards what we see, think, and feel. I entirely go over the process of visualization as the first method of external habit formation in the previous podcast episode or blog post. If I continue to see my past and traumatic experiences, I am going to embody those emotions as well as take in those thoughts which create beliefs. As an adult, if I want better or different feelings and outcomes, then I have to put in the work apply effort and redefine what beliefs are aligned with my needs. Our nervous system literally lets us know if we are aligned with our needs. We become physically or mentally ill when we maintain distance from our needs, are not aligned with our life vision, do not believe in ourself or the world, and therefore dysregulated our nervous system. A dysregulated nervous system feels uncomfortable and can lead us to low-level and useless habits in an attempt to instantly feel better and offer false relief. It is our duty as adults to use the power of neuroplasticity to get the outcomes we need in life, whether it be people, places, career, feelings, or objects. The power of neuroplasticity rests in our choices. Our choices reside in our beliefs. Our vision can help shape our beliefs and guide our life toward our needs. And when we are guided towards our needs, that is when we are manifesting. Not only do our thoughts shape our internal reality, but our thoughts can do various things to our external reality. One thing you may have noticed is when you first learn about something new like a car or hear a new song, you suddenly seem to be seeing it everywhere or hearing it play everywhere. There is a part of the brain called the reticular activating system, RAS, which chooses what information we notice. That's why you can be in the exact room as another person and sense and notice totally different things. One person may hear a high-pitched humming and another person might hear rumbling or nothing at all. One person may notice a stain on the wall and the other person never even glanced at it. One person may notice an amazing opportunity for growth while the other sees it as arduous and pointless. This is a part of how our brains function so that we perceive what our nervous system has deemed the most important information, aka what we have deemed important through what we choose to see and believe. And this works on a subtle level as well. For example, someone who believes that everyone's a critic will notice circumstances and situations that affirm that belief. This individual will be hypersensitive to all of the evidence that proves that belief to be correct. And they're probably not going to notice all sorts of other information because they are focusing on things that are aligned with their beliefs. An epically perfect example is women saying, I'm not pretty enough. A human with this belief will look in the mirror and instantly see all of the evidence that they are not pretty. 
They will pick on all of their perceived flaws, it, cellulite, body hair, curves, or whatever the brain deems is not conventionally pretty. That's all they'll see. We do this with everything, people. We are our thoughts, and our thoughts create habits. Therefore, we are our habits. I said that so much in the last episode. We are what we do every day, and if what we are doing every day doesn't actually feel good to us, then we are slowly and possibly unconsciously spiraling closer and closer to lifelong misery. The main point to be aware of here is that the brain is seeking out evidence to prove our chosen belief system is correct. Obviously, negative and self-deprecating beliefs are not in actual reality. As I'm sure you've seen in close friends or relatives who have the belief, I'm not pretty enough. Usually, they are radiant. How annoying, right? <laughs> Certainly, we can help people realize they may have beliefs that are harmful to them. Just be careful to not subject your beliefs onto others in a controlling way. That's not the point here. We all have our own life and very different needs. We are all wired different. When we operate from the standpoint of believing in what it is that we are manifesting as if it were already true, our brain seeks out evidence that proves our belief is correct. Our brain naturally brings us toward what we believe which is why it is vital we align our unconscious belief system with our unconscious self. In other words, this is why it is crucial to focus on where you want to go and not where life has already taken you. A few ways we can change our belief system and reprogram our unconscious mind, and these seriously work. Good old meditation, yoga, counseling or life coaching. I mean, you get all that for free here. Journaling. Journaling is mind-blowing. Wow. Drawing or other creative processes. I know this might sound weird, but when I first discovered and really fell into the strong habit and arguably maybe addiction of high-intensity hoop dance, it immensely opened my mind and heart to what I am truly capable of. Like It, it entirely changed who I was. Because not only was it this whole healthy endeavor through flow movement and being in the zone and getting all of those beneficial things going on inside of me, but also this ability to learn something new and to do something every day, it entirely shifted my belief in myself. You can also just very actively choose to upgrade habits and revise your daily routines. That's a big one. And again, if you listen to the last episode, you're like, whoa, yeah, it's life-changing. <laughs> The sky even laughed and agreed. Once you've honed in on your deeper and fundamental needs, the next step is to align your actions with your new belief. For example, if you want deeper trust in a relationship or you finally want to have that job you've always imagined, begin acting in a way that is trusting, of abundance and or progressive. Once you align your actions with your intention, circumstances and situations of the same frequency, we're talking energy here, people. Again, science. Or within the same vision, begin to naturally magnetize toward you. This isn't magnet magic. This is your mind and body only doing things that feel aligned with your beliefs and vision. Science. 
What we see, we believe. What we believe, we feel. What we feel, we go towards or away from. The body believes it is living in a particular moment because we are living through it in our mind. What we think, we go towards. We can manifest whatever we need by redefining our beliefs, getting clear on our vision, and recognizing what habits, behaviors, and thought patterns no longer serve us. When we recognize what is not working, we put as much effort as we possibly can to not ever put energy and thought towards useless things ever again. You can manifest your needs. You can also manifest a life that is absolutely awful. We are manifesting every day. Manifestation is just the practice of combining the power of an unshakable self-belief, a clear life vision, and the ability to regulate and control our choices. What do you want out of life? Do you feel like your daily choices are going towards it or keeping you away from what you need to feel good every day? When you wake up, are you ready to create your ultimate life or are you on autopilot just doing the dang thing called life? It is always up to us. We always have control, even if it seems like we have lost it. It never slips away from our grasp. If you want to learn even more, check out the blog, where you can also find recommended products and supporting links in each blog post. You can also enjoy two free lifestyle success courses, as well as other options to upgrade your life. All the best today, Biebs. You got this! This is Breezy signing off from another episode of From Struggle to Success.